Hi Church! Expressing ourselves through our words, either said or written, has become a great focus of our energy this pandemic. How do we make use of this ability wisely? That is our goal for our new series entitled, Before You Say It. We hope this becomes a great guide to you in responding to critical situations as a Christian. Today is the second week of our series, Before You Say It. But before we start the word, I know we are all excited to listen to God's word. Um, but today po, um, how are you? Kamusta po kayo? And um, hopefully we will be able to fully adapt to what is happening right now. And we are continually praying for you. And hope you are praying for someone also. At um, gawin po natin ito na, at tanggapin natin ito bilang kalooban ng Panginoon. At um, let's make the most out of this time. We believe that there is no, uh, hindi tayo kailangan na nakaabang lang ngayon for what will happen next and the best is yet to come. But I believe that the best can happen now, still. And I am praying po that we are making the most and the best of our times. Um, ayun po, magandang araw muli sa ating lahat. And before we listen to the word of God, let's pray. God, we come to you. We come to you this morning. Hayaan niyo, Panginoon, na maranasan namin at makita namin, Panginoon, ang pagsama ninyo at ang sinasabi ninyo. Maraming pong salamat sa um, araw na to. At hayaan niyo, Lord, na it might not be our usual way, Lord, of service in our worship time. Hayaan niyo, Lord, that, Lord, in our hearts, Lord, it will all still be the same. And not just the same, God, but better. And we will be able, Lord, to achieve, Lord, uh, to bring glory to you every time, in every part. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So, um, today po, this is the second week of our series, Before You Say It. And, uh, ang tagline natin is, there's just too much to say. Um, but how? Uh, marami po tayong kailangang sabihin, dapat sabihin, o marami tayong sinasabi, pero we believe that God has something for us, especially kung paano natin ito sasabihin. Last week, we have, before you say, words of judgment. And um, judgment is really a big deal po, di ba? Especially, God has taken it in terms. Uh, in Matthew chapter 7, before you say words of judgment. So, um, Ayun, uh, uh, um, here in Matthew chapter 7, we saw that uh, God is not actually prohibiting judgments. But uh, he, criticize, he criticizes those people whom he addresses it with the manner on how they do it. And it it falls on us as well, di ba po, na um, God is not into, wag, wag ka mag-judge, but God is actually encouraging us to um, have concern, compassion with people. But um, more than that is, um, the manner on how we address it is such a big deal to the Lord. Um, at ngayon po, itutuloy natin itong, itong thought na to, itong flow and trend of thoughts na to, because we believe that there is so much more into this uh, verses. There is so much more into this uh, topic that we have. There is so much more upon sa mga sinasabi natin at kung paano natin to dapat sabihin. In, sige po, i-open natin yung Bible natin. Are you ready for God's Word? And i-open po natin yung Bible natin in John chapter 8. We will actually start in verse 53. John chapter 7 verse 53 to chapter 8 verses 1 to 11. Because, um, ganun yung construct niya eh. 
And I know many of us are actually uh, familiar with the set of verses. Why? Because uh, this talks about the woman who is guilty of adult, adultery. At sige po, basahin natin. I will read it in Tagalog, though on your screen it's in English, para lang po magtagpo tayo. Si Jesus naman ay pumunta sa bundok ng mga olibo. Kinabukasan, maaga pa'y nagbalik na siya sa templo. Lumapit sa kanya ang lahat ng mga tao. Umupo siya at nagsimulang magturo. Dumating noon ang tagapagturo ng kautosan at mga pareseyo na may dalang isang babaeng na huli sa pangangalunya. Iniharap nila ito sa karamihan at sinabi kay Jesus, Guro, ang babaeng ito ay nahuli sa aktong pangangalunya. At sinabi kay Jesus, Guro, ah, at sinabi, At ayon sa kautosan ni Moses, dapat batuhin hanggang sa mamatay ang mga katulad niya. Ano naman ang masasabi ninyo? In verse 6, itinanong nila ito upang subukin sa at nang may maiparatang laban sa kanya. Ngunit yumuko lamang si Jesus at sumulat sa lupa sa pamagitan ng daliri. Patuloy sila sa pagtatanong kaya tumayo si Jesus at nagsalita. Ang sino man sa inyo na walang kasalanan ang sang maunang bumato sa kanya. At muli siyang yumuko at sumulat sa lupa. Nang marinig nila iyon, sila'y isa-isang umalis. Simula sa pinakamatanda, iniwan nila ang babaeng nakatayo sa harap ni Jesus. Tumayo si Jesus at tinanong ang babae, Nasaan sila? Wala na bang humahatol sa'yo? Wala po, ginoo, sagot ng babae. Sinabi ni Jesus, hindi rin kita hahatulan. Umuwi ka na at mula ngayon ay huwag ka nang gumawa ng kasalanan. Um, alam ko po, um, we are familiar with the set of verses. And many of us are actually uh, referring to it into a way. Into a way. And today, let's see kung paano to. Alam nyo po yun, parang ang dali niya nang i-connect agad sa topic natin, di ba? Into words of judgment. And today, we will talk about another type of approach that uh, God would like us to, to refine. Mm. Uh, most of the time, from the end of our judgment, alam nyo po yun, after we think about things, mag specify na tayo, ito po yung pinag-uusapan din natin last week, but uh, mag specify na tayo kung ano yung magiging judgment natin. After having an options, many options of what we will say, we will then specify it, and we will get into a word of finality. At alam nyo po, dun sa final words natin, actually, may dalawa tayong jurisdiction. Lagi siyang, it's either positive or negative. Alam nyo po yun, it's either forgiveness, or, um, it's either forgiveness or condemnation. Uh, Condemnation, it's either freedom or death. It's either execution or death. It's either we approach them or not approach them. Alam nyo po yun, laging may dalawang dulo to. Pero today we will talk about actually um, a subtle voice inside our heads whenever that we decide to judge, whenever we decide and we come into a conclusion. It's the voice that calls us to qualify and to disqualify. So, today our topic is words of disqualification. Uh, before you say words of disqualification. That's our topic for today. At alam nyo po, dito sa kwento na meron tayo, ironic that uh, um, si Jesus dinalahan ng isang babae para husgahan. Hindi po ba ganun? May isang babae na guilty ng pangangalun niya. At after po niya, after nun is um, dinala siya nitong mga nitong mga Pharisees at ng mga leaders or we call them the religious police. 
Ganyan. Kasi nang huhuli sila ng violators ng ng law, ng biblical laws. Then, what we see then is, dinala nila ito sa, pa, sa paanan ni Jesus, dinala ito kay Jesus, because gusto ni Lord na, gusto nila na husgahan sila ng Diyos, ni Jesus. And ironic na pagkatapos ng panghusga na yon, ang gusto nilang mangyari is mahusgahan naman si Jesus nang nakabase dun sa panghusga niya. Can we see? And this is how vital it is for Jesus to answer it. Hindi yun tinago sa atin ng verse in verse 6. In verse 6, it says, um, they were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. So, ginagamit nila ito, itinanong nila ito upang subukin sa at nang may maiparatang laban sa kanya. So, through the judgment of Jesus, we will see then kung sino si Jesus bilang Diyos. Alam niyo po yun? Kasi ang gusto nila is marinig yung judgment ni Jesus and from this judgment, they will judge him. Therefore, alam niyo po yun, as followers of Christ, there is something important and significant on how we judge, how we balance things out, how we see things out how we speak things out. And this is what this series is about. That we will then be careful on how we will speak. We will then be careful about how we will say things. Kasi si Lord dito inentrap siya eh. Alam niyo po yun? Inentrap siya. How, how Jesus was entrapped into this situation? Gano kalala yung pinaglagyan sa kanya? Kapag sinabi ni Jesus na um, pinalaya niya yung babae at sinabi niya, no, um, if he released the woman, Iba-violate niya yung law ni Moses. Kasi sa law ni Moses, on the Old Testament law, kapag guilty ka sa ganitong sin, stone to death yung punishment. Tapos, ang lalabas dito is violator sa ng, ng Old Testament, ng Old Testament laws. Pag sinagot naman niya na, sige, batuhin natin, the first thing is, siyempre, cruel sa, Cruel sa, Harsh sa, at yung pangatlo is violator pa rin siya ng Roman law. Kasi on the Roman law during this time, hindi na sila pwedeng mag-execute dahil sa religious offense. Hindi na sila pwedeng mag-execute. So meaning, um, torn yun. Kahit anong sagot, may pagkakamali at pagkakamali. And alam nyo po yun, this is how, ang galing po niya kasi magre-resonate siya sa atin ngayon. I mean, magre-reflect siya sa atin ngayon. That in our judgments, kahit ano pang sabihin mo, may mahahanap at may mahahanap sa'yo. Tama po? Matatrap ka rin lang ng matatrap. Tama? There really is something significant about what we say. Really, judgment matters. And as Christians, we have to do, we have to be wise in what we speak. If you were Jesus during that time, how will you respond? And alam ko po, hindi lang naman ito sa time na to ni Jesus na maganda itanong to eh, but there are many moments in our life that uh, we are given this type of question. Will we execute or not? Will we forgive or will we um, pursue justice? Will we bring freedom or death? And a subtle question in our hearts will be what? Will we qualify or will we disqualify someone? Will we let them in or we will push them away? Will we accept them or we will reject them? And there are three notes to consider pagdating po dito sa verses na meron tayo. And alam nyo po, um, ang maganda dito sa kwento na to is hindi na tanong kung guilty o hindi yung babae. Tama po. 
Hindi na tanong dito kung guilty o hindi yung babae. Ang sabi niya dito in verse 3 to 4, ang sabi niya dumating noon ang mga tagapagturo ng kautosan at mga pareseyo na may dalang isang babaeng nahuli sa pangangalo niya. Iniharap nila ito sa karamihan at sinabi kay Jesus, guro ang babaeng ito ay nahuli sa pangangalo niya. So meaning, alam niyo po, in English, it was caught. It was caught in the act of adultery. Meaning, fix yung claim. So yung babae, nahuli sa on the act. Hindi na yun excuse. Wala nang excuse. Wala nang point of doubt. It's already the truth. And the first thing to note is that she is guilty. That's the first thing to note. The woman is disqualified. She is disqualified. That's the first thing to note. At alam nyo po, um, uh, but analyzing more of the story, the religious police or these people who are uh, accusing the woman, dumating sila ng may certainty, ng may truth on their hand. And, uh, but, kung itatanong natin is kung da- karapat dapat ba itong babae na to sa isang judgment ng stoning to death, by the law we will say yes already. By the law we will say yes already. But let's see how Jesus responded. Um, note that during this time, there is a high standard for evidence. Alam nyo po, ito kasi, stoning to death sa. So meaning, uh, even in the Old Testament, there is already a standard. Eh. Ano ang standard ng Old Testament? Before such accusations, dapat may dalawa kang witness. We will find it in Deuteronomy chapter 17. In Deuteronomy chapter 17 verses 5 to 6, sabi dyan, is take the man or woman who has done this evil deed to your city gate and stone that person to death. On the testimony of two or three witnesses, a person is to be put to death but no one is to be put to death on the witness or testimony of only one witness. So meaning, dito pa lang is uh, mabigat na yung claims. Mabigat na yung claim. And there are actually hard evidences in doing so. Um, kailangan ng dalawang witness at yung testimony ng dalawang witness ay dapat perfectly matched. So there is a high standard for the evidences to be validated. At alam nyo po, wonderful it is that they have researched that the scholars are now actually claiming virtual o hindi madalas yung ganitong claims. Kasi mahirap makita, lalo na yung act of adultery. So meaning, ang pinapahiwatig nila dito is that binantayan talaga itong babaeng ito up until she commit this adultery and catch them or catch this woman in the act of adultery. Um... Private sin to eh, di ba po? It's a private sin. Therefore, ang sabi nga nung isang scholar that I have read is that on the history, iilan lang talaga to. Mabibilang natin kung iilan yung na-stone to death because of this. Because it is a sin that is hard to find and to prove. Sipin nyo po, dapat may dalawang witness. At kung gagawin nila to in a private way, napakahirap nun makahanap ng two witness, di ba? And for it to be perfectly matched, it will cause what? Ang claim sila for this verses is sinet up yung babae in order to prove the accusation. The accusation. It was the claim that there is a setup. At number two, that we can find that there is something wrong with the accusation is how? 
we can find that there is only a woman caught in the act. Hindi po ba? Napakadaling tingnan na bakit adultery to, pero ang dinala lang is yung babae. At nasaan yung lalaki that is also that is also guilty of adultery. And there's something wrong about the accusation with the woman. It might be true that the woman is caught in the act of adultery. But we have to understand right now that there is something unfair about what happened. We have to take note na um, they would really like to find faults. These accusers, these judges, <laughs> these people who are actually accusing her of, of just a rightful judgment are actually in fault. They really are looking and finding faults. And number two, they are not fair in their judgment. There is something wrong with how they judge. So there's something sneaky about the witnesses. Alam niyo po yun, parang there's something fishy about them. There's something wrong about them. At alam niyo po si Jesus, he answered in a very wise way. Ang sabi niya dyan is, whoever is without sin, be the first to throw a stone. Ang sabi niya dyan is, kung sino yung walang kasalanan, ang sang maunang bumato sa kanya. At hindi po bago to. Itong sinabi ni Jesus, he didn't say it without a reference or without just or with just his own knowledge. But actually, there is something significant about what Jesus is saying. He reflects an Old Testament law. In Deuteronomy chapter 17, verse 7, ang sabi niya dito, the hands of the witness must be the first in putting that person to death. The hands of the witnesses must be the first in putting that person to death. And then the hands of all the people. You must purge the evil from among you. So, what it means? What does it mean? Ang sinasabi ni Jesus is kung sino yung witness, sila yung maunang bumato. Ang sinasabi dito sa law, kung sino yung witness, sila yung maunang bumato. Ang sabi ni Jesus, ano, kung sinong walang kasalanan, sila yung maunang bumato. Meaning, there is actually a parallelism we can see. ba? Sino yung sinasabi niya nung una? Whoever is without sin. Tapos, ang sabi ng Old Testament, whoever is the witness. So, meaning, a qualification for the witness is to find no faults in those witnesses. To find no faults in those witnesses. Pero nakita po natin that there is something sneaky about, there's something wrong about how they place judgment. So there is something wrong about the witnesses that we have here in this uh, scene, dito sa mga nag sa babae na to of committing adultery. At sabi niya po dito in Deuteronomy 19, 16-19, we'll just continue the law Ang sabi niya, if a malicious witness takes the stand to accuse someone of a crime, kung meron man isang uh, malicious witness na nag accuse ng crime, sabi niya, the two people involved in the dispute might stand in the presence of the Lord before the peace and judges who are in office at the same time. The judges must take and make a thorough investigation. And if the witness proves to be a liar, a liar giving false testimony against a fellow Israelite, then do to the false witness as what the witness intended to do the other party. You must purge the evil from among you. At alam niyo po, ang galing, ba? Because what actually Jesus is saying, o sige, kung sino dito yung walang kasalanan, specifically on this case, yung walang kasalanan dito, sa yung maunang magbato. Parang sinasabi niyang susundin na rin natin yung batas, sagarin na natin. 
Tingnan na rin natin kung ano yung judgment towards these witnesses. Kung ano yung dapat na evidences at ano dapat yung pinaghahawakan ng mga witnesses. Now, if you are a confident witness, sige, batuhin nyo sa. If you think that there is nothing wrong with the accusation and there is nothing wrong with the manner on how you judge, then sige, batuhin natin sa. But we can see that there is something faulty about the witnesses. That there is something wrong about the witnesses. Alam niyo po kung ano yung uh, amazing dito? Is that ang sinasabi dito sa Deuteronomy Law, ang sinabi niya dito sa Old Testament Law, is kung ano, di ba may false witness? Kung ano ngayon yung kaparusahan, dun sa inakusahan, pareho ng parusa. Pag nahanap na mali yung parusa, pag mali yung accusation, may mali dun sa accusation. For example, for this woman who is guilty of adultery, it's stoning to death yung accusation, ay yung punishment of that wrong. Pero pag nakahanap ng mali on this woman, on this witnesses, on the witnesses, ang punishment din nila is stoning to death. Are we getting the point? Nakukuha po ba natin yun? Meaning, walang pinagkaiba ngayon yung nagkaroon ng pagkakamali at yung accuser. At alam niya po, that is what is significant about the judgment. We have to be very precise about it. Because the judgment also goes to the malicious witnesses. The description of Deuteronomy chapter 19 verse 16 is that there and this malicious witness who will take stand to accuse. So meaning, basta there is a sense of something wrong. There is something, even there is a bit of something wrong, you are already guilty of the punishment, for the punishment of whom you are accusing. Hindi po ba? Napakagaling talaga ng, ng, ng pagkasagot ni Lord dito. At ang sinasabi niya dito actually, kasi alam niyo po yun, ang guilty lang, ang guilt lang naman natin is ng accuse eh. Pero there's a big deal in accusation. Hindi ka nag-commit ng adultery, nag-accuse ka, pero ang mararanasan mong kaparusahan is yung punishment ng nangalunya. So, alam nyo po yun, pinagpapantay, pinagpapantay ng batas yung nag-judge at saka yung zinajudge. There is somewhat that kind of element na pinagpapantay niya yung hinuhusgahan at yung nanghuhusga. Kahit magkaiba sila ng pagkakamali, the punishment will be the same. And we have to understand it that on the first note, the woman is guilty. But on the second note, the accusers are also guilty. Alam nyo po yun? And we've been into the position of being that woman. We are guilty of something. Tama po? But we are also have been in the position of accusing. And I would like to inform everyone that on the position of accusing, we are also guilty. Alam nyo po yun? The first note is that she is guilty. The second note is, I am guilty also. We are guilty also. Alam nyo po, nung sinabi ni Jesus to, bumaliktad yung table eh. Alam nyo yun? Bumaliktad yung laro eh. Nag-focus nung una dun sa babae. Akala nila, this is it. Bibida ka ngayon kasi nagkamali ka. Pero nung sinabi ni Jesus na, okay, sino ang, nag, sino ang walang pagkakamali? sa yung unang bumato. Bumaliktad ngayon yung, yung, yung eksena. Alam nyo po, ang nangyari is napahiya yung mga nag-a-accuse and umalis sila ng unti-unti. 
because they found out that they are also disqualified as how they are disqualified. How they are disqualifying this woman. Alam nyo po yun, on the possession of, the, of accusing, I know we are sometimes guilty of accusing, but we have to remember that we are as guilty as they are. We are as disqualified as they are. And we are as punishable as they are. Alam nyo po yun, hindi pinag-iba ni Lord. Amazing tong principle na to, na hindi pinag-iba ni Lord yung punishment. Nung, nung babae na nag-accuse, doon sa mga, um, nung, nung babae na, nag, na nag-commit ng adultery, nung guilty, doon sa mga nag-accuse lang. Because what Jesus is saying here is that we are all guilty. You are all guilty. You are all disqualified. You are all punishable. Ang bumida na is yung accusers. Gusto nyo i-judge? And what Jesus was saying is that kayo na dapat muna. Kayo na dapat muna yung i-judge. Alam nyo po, hindi niya sinabing wag patayin. Sinabi po ba ni Jesus na wag patayin? So he didn't violate the law. Where is the question now? Nasaan ngayon yung tanong ni Jesus? Alam nyo po kung ano? Ang tanong ni Jesus ngayon is kung papatayin, sino ang papatay? Are we getting the point? Because sometimes we are putting the, the stone in our hands. But what Jesus is saying, sino ang dapat pumatay? That the witnesses cannot even stand to throw the stones. Kung sino yung witness, sila yung unang babato dapat, ba? Diba? Kung sinong nakakita mismo. Tapos saka pa lang susunod yung mga tao sa pagbato. That's the law. But, even the witnesses, they refused to throw the stone because they are malicious in a way. Because they were somehow convicted that there is something wrong with them as well. He demanded that justice be done. Jesus demanded that justice be done fairly and righteously. Alam nyo po yun? Hindi naman sinabi ni Lord na, okay, uh, wala nang patayan ever. Ganyan. Hindi ay natin isoserve yung judgment ever kasi walang qualified. But you know, Jesus is driving a point in here. Papatayin, pero sino yung papatay? Palalayain, pero sino rin yung magpapalaya? Are we getting this? Because katulad nung sin ni David, there was a desire to punish the sin of others while we ignore our own sins. You know, there is an arising principle po dito. There is an arising common principle about what we are talking about. It is when you disqualify one, you disqualify everyone. When you disqualify one, you disqualify everyone. At alam niyo po, yung unang-una sa everyone na yun is tayo. When we try to disqualify someone, we are actually disqualifying ourselves because we are in the same position with them. Disqualifying one is disqualifying everyone. First and foremost is ourselves. You know, we have those two notes. First is that the woman is guilty. The second is that we are guilty also as accusers. 
<coughs> Alam niyo po, ang galing, diba? Tapos tumayo si Jesus, continuing the story. Tumayo si Jesus, tapos umupo siya, diba? Nakaupo siya at nagsusulat siya sa lupa. Gamit yung daliri niya. Because, I guess this is an act of sympathy. Hindi dumating si Jesus ng parang judge. Hindi yun yung act niya. Na okay, ito ka, ito, ito. But he was actually there, sitting, nakayoko sa lupa, at nagsusulat. He sympathizes with this woman. <coughs> at alam nyo po, ang sabi niya dito is, In verse 9, nang marinig nila yun, sila'y isa-isang umalis simula sa pinakamatanda. Iniwan nila ang babaeng nakatayo sa harap ni Jesus. Tumayo si Jesus at tinanong ang babae, nasaan sila? Wala na bang humahatol sa'yo? Amazingly, walang naglakas ng loob na sabihin sa yung may qualification to throw us to. Why? Because wala talaga. Not even one of us is worthy to throw a stone to someone. At ang sabi ng babae, wala po ginoo. Sinabihin ni Jesus, hindi rin kita hahatulan. Umuwi ka na, at mula ngayon ay huwag ka nang gumawa ng kasalanan. Jesus said, go now and live your life of sin. There are things that Jesus did in this line. Number one, is that Jesus, actually, hindi niya tinolerate yung sin. Diba? Sometimes kasi iniisip natin that when we skip judgment, we are tolerating sin right away. I guess the bigger issue is, where do we place our judgment? And who shall be placing this judgment? The first thing that Jesus did is he recognized sin. Tapos, sinabi ni Jesus, at mula ngayon, huwag ka nang gumawa ng kasalanan. So, Jesus was calling her where? To repentance. And in this whole act, Jesus has given her hope. Alam niyo po, I cannot stop to think about the Apostle Paul every time we are talking about qualifications and disqualifications. Because somewhere in Acts, because in Acts chapter 9, um, si Paul was on his way to in his road to Damascus because ang gusto niya is um, um, hanapin yung mga kristyano pa na nandun at patayin sila at i-persecute at pahirapan sila. But on this act of going to Damascus, biglang nagpakita si Jesus sa kanya. Biglang may liwanag na bumulag sa kanya. Pero alam nyo po, tinawag sa ni Jesus at sinabi sa kanya na gagamitin sa And there is this one man, there is this one prophet called Ananias. There is this one, not in this term, naging ganun yung function niya, he became the voice of God. But there is this one believer named Ananias. At ang sinabi ni, Anana, ni Lord kay Ananias, is, um, may pinili ako, darating dyan sa'yo si Saul. May makikita kang tao sa street, sa street, street. At may kita mo dun si Saul, at tinawag ko sa at ilay mo yung kamay mo sa kanya, ipatong mo ang kamay mo sa kanya, at um, may mangyayari sa buhay niya. Pero alam niyo po, Ananias answered in a very uh, 
realistic way. Ang sabi ni Ananias is, um, basahin po natin, ha? ang sabi ni Ananias dito is, Lord, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to you and your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with me. He has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. So Ananias was trying to say to the Lord, Lord, masamang tao yun, si Paul. Masamang tao si Saul. At nakarinig na ako ng maraming balita sa kanya at marami siyang pinapatay. At alam niyo po, ang remarkable kasi sa ginawa ni Paul is siya yung nag-approve ng killing ni Stephen, ni Esteban. At nung namatay si Esteban, actually, doon nag, nag-ignite yung passion ng mga Kristiyano. Doon sila na-challenge ng sobra. So, kalabang-kalaban yung dating ni Saul, ni Paul, dito. Pero ang sabi ni Lord is tinawag ko siya. Alam niyo po, nung si Paul nagkaroon na ng science na makilala yung mga apostle, pumunta siya sa Jerusalem, at magjo-join na siya sa church, in Acts chapter 9, verse 26, ang sabi sa kanya ng mga disciple, ganito, When he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he really was a disciple. You know, there is this words of disqualification that the disciples are giving to Paul during this time. And we are actually right now in guilt of disqualifying people. Amen? Because of their past. Because of what they have done in the past. Not just what they have done in the past. Paul is a good reference for the things that have done in the past. Pero alam niyo po dito sa babaeng pinag-uusapan natin, ito sa babaeng pinag-uusapan natin, being caught in the act. We disqualify her. We are disqualifying her. Pero come to think about Jesus, na hindi yun yung prob- reaction niya. Hindi yun yung reaction niya right away. And even Jesus, catching up Paul on his road to Damascus, hindi rin yun yung ginawa niya. Has he looked for qualification? Did Jesus look for any qualification? Did Jesus look for someone who is worthy and righteous for him to accomplish his purposes? No. Itong disciples and itong believers na to, during that time, they really believed in the Lord, but they disqualified the Apostle Paul during this time. And alam niyo po yun, that sometimes we are too fast in our judgments. Sometimes we are too fast in qualifying and disqualifying people, not realizing, not realizing that we are not in the position to say that. Um, si Paul, kung gusto mo siyang i-disqualify, he has all the disqualifications. He killed Christians. At kung titingnan natin yung oras at yung timeline, ang bilis ng pagbabago ni Paul, talam niyo po yun, parang sobrang, sobrang disqualified tong tao na to ah. At even yung mga disciples during that time, pag nakikita sa, natatakot sa kanya. Takot yung nararamdaman sa kanya. Would you believe that? At dahil sa takot na yun, hindi sila naniniwala na nagbagong buhay to. Pero alam niyo po, one thing that Jesus, that God said about Paul, is we can see in Acts chapter 9 verse 15. This is what qualified Paul. Ang sabi niya, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles 
and their kings and to the people of Israel. Alam niyo po, ang key term dito is none other than this man is my chosen instrument. Who qualifies? And this is the third point. It is only God who qualifies. The woman is not qualified. We are not qualified. There is only one who is qualified. And that is Jesus. Balikan po natin yung kwento ng babae. Ang ganda nung sabi ni Jesus sa dulo. Sinabi ni Jesus, hindi rin kita hahatulan. Umuwi ka na at mula ngayon ay huwag ka nang gumawa ng kasalanan. You know what's so wonderful about this reaction? Sabi niya, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir. Then neither do I condemn you. Ganda po, di ba? Sana nag-iisang pwedeng magbumato. Hindi bumato. Sana nag-iisang pumatay. Pwedeng pumatay sana. At gawin yung judgment or the law. He didn't do it. Why? I don't know why. But right now, we can say that it is only God who can place judgment to people. Alam niyo po yung amazing dun sa sagot ni Jesus dito. Umalis silang lahat kasi disqualified sila. Natira si Jesus kasi hindi siya disqualified. He is actually qualified to throw a stone. But this Jesus, our Lord Jesus, He remained there and didn't even throw a stone to this woman. Yung ginawa ni Jesus kung titingnan natin, unexpected siya. Kasi if He is to follow the law, dapat din na niya. Pero we are now fronting an unexpected response from Jesus. What am I saying? Hindi talaga natin pwede pagkatiwalaan yung judgment natin. Because our God has His own ways. Our God, His ways are higher than our ways. His judgments are really different from our judgment. If you think, alam niyo po madalas ang basis lang natin ng judgment ano? Basta malaman ko yung katotohanan, tama na ako. Magpo-fall ako sa tamang judgment. Magpo-fall ako sa tamang finality ng verdict. Sa final verdict. But no. Alam niyo po in our judgment, mostly we focus on finding the truth. Tama po? Makahuli. Diba? To find faults to other people. To make our accusations true and strong. To make our arguments strong. Pero hindi yun yung pinopromote ni Jesus eh. It isn't actually, nilatag na sa kanya yung katotohanan sa harap niya. Ito na, dumating na yung babae, nangangalo niya sa totoo lahat ng to. Pero has he decided on the basis of this truth? Has he decided on the strong argument that these people had? No. He decided on his own. In his own grace, in his own will in His own Lordship, in His what He thinks is right. That's why it's katulad po nung una nating tanong, hindi ito tanong ng kailangan bang gawin o dapat bang gawin. Tanong to ng sino dapat yung gumawa. And we are now answering it. It is only God who can place judgment to us. It is only God who can place qualification and disqualification. Because we cannot understand, disqualified people are being qualified. We, 
we God has called us disqualified people to serve Him and we cannot just even understand that. So how can we disqualify? How can we not trust? How can we not give a judgment of hope to people? Parang sinasabi dito ni Lord na ano naman ngayon kung totoo? Wala naman sa kamay mo kung ano yung magiging desasyon kung sakaling totoo man tong bagay na to. Alam niyo po, more than the task and putting effort in knowing the truth, it is more of asking. Hindi lang basta, is it the truth? No. It is more of asking, what would Jesus do? How would Jesus judge? How would Jesus qualify and disqualify this acts? Kasi siya na pwedeng bumato, hindi bumato. No, we are not tolerating na, ah, hindi na lang ako babato para hindi rin ako mabato. Hindi po ganun. But it's actually us entrusting to God, God, the judgment is yours. I can discern, I can think, but I can finalize, I can finalize, I can't disqualify people. I cannot disqualify people. Alam niyo po, maghahanapan tayo na maghahanapan ng disqualifications. Wala nang matitira sa atin. Because that's the reality of it. But we have to trust in the calling that the Lord has given. Isipin niyo po si Apostle Paul nakabangon. Pumatay na to ng maraming kristyano ha. Pero nakapag-share pa sa ng gospel. Hindi po ba? And how much more in our disqualifications today that God can use and qualify us. If He has qualified an adulterous woman, if He has qualified a soul, an apostle, a, a Paul who have killed many Christians, tanong mo yung katabi mo, walang magdi-disqualify sa'yo. Si Lord, yung qualification. Can we declare that right now, si Lord, ang qualification ko. Sige po, if we think that um, we've been into the position of this woman, if we've been into the position of this abuser, may I invite you into this prayer. God, we come to you. We come to you. And there's so much in us, God. We thought, Lord, that we can actually have this mind and we can actually reach a point where we can disqualify people where we can say that there is something wrong with them, where we can say that there is actually punishment for them. Lord, nakakahiya kasi marami kaming binato. Marami kaming binato. But today, Lord, we are asking for forgiveness. And allow us to see, Lord, that the final judgment is in you. Allow us to trust your justice. Allow us to trust your sovereignty. Allow us to trust God. You. Because Lord, we cannot even understand how are you doing things out, but we just trust you. Unang-una, Panginoon, di namin maintindihan kung bakit mo kami tinawag o pinili. Dahil bago pa man namin makiting disqualification ng iba, today Lord, we recognize that we are disqualified, but you have chosen us. And we trust that God. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. 
might we find God that we are not in the possession to disqualify. We leave that to you. We leave that to you, Jesus. Thank you for your goodness. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. what's so good about the topic that we are discussing is that I know many of us can relate about it. Amen. Amen. And this is a good time for us to um, to refine our thinking to our discipleship groups. We are inviting you po in our discipleship groups. And these are the reflection questions we can deal with. Number one, do I disqualify others? Number two, do I recognize my own disqualifications? And number three, do I leave judgments? Do I leave judgments to God? And hopefully, po, that uh, this word and God's word to us, to all of us, including me, will cause a great change in our approach and our relationship to people. May God bless us this week and miss na po namin kayong lahat. <laughs> God bless. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you are empowered and encouraged to have passion for God and compassion for people.